Welcome to the Divorce Liberator Broadcast. I'm Andrea M. Stuckey, and this is where we talk about all things life, love, and lessons after divorce. It's an amazing day. Welcome again to the Divorce Liberator Podcast. I'm so excited to be back on the air. And I have a special guest on today. So for those of you who follow me in general, you won't hear hear any of my uh, personal updates on this video. And we'll move that, I mean, not video on this podcast, we'll move that to the next recording. But today I have a special guest here. Today with me is Shawte Thompson. And I had the amazing opportunity several years ago to be a part of an amazing anthology uh, a brand new me, the pursuit of wholeness, and Shate was the visionary author to that project, which led uh, her, myself, and several other women to be an Amazon bestseller. Mm-hmm. And so she, we had an opportunity to meet and connect during that whole process. We did book tours and all that things. And she is such an amazing individual. I am honored to have her on the podcast on today. So I want to introduce to you. Welcome. Shate, great to have you here. Oh my goodness, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Looking forward to our conversation. Yes, yes. And, you know, of course, this is Divorce Podcast, right? We talk about all things life lessons, love after divorce. And, you know, you have done some amazing things after your divorce and currently are still doing that, helping separated and divorced women in a variety of ways. And so we're gonna talk about some of those things on today. Yeah. Um, firstly, I just would like for you to sort of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, You know, how long you've been divorced and those things uh, for our audience. Sure, sure. Well, yes, um, Shate here, definitely. And I've been divorced since 2014, so eight years now. I've been divorced. Um, I am an author, like you mentioned. I I have two books, Brand You, Me, The Pursuit of Wholeness, and Complemented, Completed, and Whole, which is a workbook. Um, I'm a licensed mental health counselor. I also do a lot of family law work with the court, so custody evaluator, parenting coordinator, and court mediator for family as well. So I truly love helping um, I help women to rediscover, redefine themselves after the breakup and their whole brand new me journey to being their best self. Um, and I also help parents on this same journey as well as a parent consultant. Um, my children, oh my goodness, they're so big now, um, <laughs> 17. My eldest is getting ready for college. She'll be 18 um, in April. And then my youngest is 14. So they're both in high school right now. So they're they're getting up there, my goodness. But it's so nice to see their personalities as they are growing. Um, so yes, this is me. Love it. I absolutely love it. Listen, we'll talk about that parenting thing in, in a second, but you know, it's so amazing that you know, you're able to take your your work, if you will, from even the past or prior to your divorce and merge that into this space where you can help other women and families. And families meaning whatever family looks like, you know, a single parent, a single mom, 
um, co-parenting. I know you do a lot of that work and we'll talk about that too, but through your writing, you know, mm -hmm. through your counseling, through being a mediator and, you know, just helping people, women and men who've yeah. gone through such a tumultuous time. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I feel that society as a whole underestimates mm. what happens during the process of divorce because it's common, you know, half of or over half of um, marriages and in divorce. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, even now, you know, those numbers may be a little skewed because there are a lot of people who just aren't getting married, right? Yes. So they yes. may be having, you know, uh, they may be cohabitating for a period mm -hmm. of time. So they don't, they don't sort of fall in that range. But um, it's a tough time for people who endure the loss of a long-term relationship. And I think that we can both concur that the building up after that um, challenging time, whether you wanted the divorce or not, you know, right. all the things mm -hmm. that entailed, we both probably heard all types of story as coaches mm -hmm. and you know, counselor, yeah. that that healing doesn't happen overnight not at and all. that it takes time and that we do need a level of support. And um you know, that's so, so very important. And that's one of the things I really want to um, press for those who are listening to, you know, wherever you are, whether you are divorced, if you're divorced, you know, recently, maybe you're even divorced 10 or 15 or mm -hmm. 20 years ago, just really reflect a little bit and see how that experience has changed you and has it changed you in a positive way or a negative way and what could possibly be some things that you're holding on to so that's for the audience I just thought I'd throw that out there because I think yeah, that's I'll good. kind of like piggyback on you and just yes. let you know that it's a journey right yes. so it's so important for us to embrace our journey and with grace, because we are our worst critic. So yes. it's so easy for us to be super hard on ourselves and have all these very high expectations for ourselves, but take everything in stride and know that it is a journey. So it's okay to take step-by-step step to become the best version of, of yourself. Absolutely. And absolutely. And, and I think what's good here is that, you know, you've been out of your marriage eight years, I've been out of mine 12. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I've noticed, even in these 12 years, that there's going to be times when you've made great strides emotionally, physically, you know, in different areas of your life. And then something comes up that you have not experienced before. Mm -hmm. And you'll realize that I may need a little more work <laughs> in this particular area, or, you know, and it's okay, just, you yeah. know, again, it is a journey. It is it definitely is. a journey. Definitely, definitely. So yeah. what would you say has been your overall experience as a divorcee of eight years? Did you learn any particular lessons on this journey? I've learned tons of lessons. Oh my goodness. Um, so I'll start by saying, um, if you remember that movie Diary of, um, I think it's a Mad Black Woman or something like that by yes. Tyler Perry. I yes. kind of took that almost approach when I became divorced because I love that she was journaling, right? Mm -hmm. So what I did was every year or every like six months to a year at the very beginning of my divorce, I would kind of do a journal entry of where I am now, mm -hmm. right? And that helped me to see how I'm not in the same place 
I was because it's easy to feel like I'm not making any progress. Right. <laughs> so that's the first thing that I did. And I learned that journaling is so helpful because it helps us to see the bigger picture. It helps us to go back and see the, the strides that we've made, even the mistakes that we say, okay, I don't want to do that again. Right. Um, so journaling is definitely one of the lessons I've learned. I also learned to have my voice. I lost my voice in my relationship. Um, I lost parts of myself in my marriage. And I learned how that I can be my authentic self in all areas of my life, right? I, I was showing up um, in, in like in my career and with my kids, but then with my, within my marriage, it's like, I would small myself, right. Uh -huh. Because I didn't want to step on eggshell. Like I was always stepping on eggshells because I didn't want to hurt his feelings. Or I just felt like he, he would come at me in certain ways. And I didn't want that. So I lost pieces of myself. So throughout this divorce journey, I've learned how to find my voice again. I've learned the difference between being assertive and being aggressive, right? That I can be assertive and speak up for myself and be very clear with what I need. Um, I've learned how to implement boundaries in a really good way that is that stays aligned with my values and with who I am. Um, and I'm continuing to learn that I am not perfect and it's okay to be my imperfect self and still love on, on myself. Yes. Yes. So um, those are some of the, like the, the big lessons that I've learned, but it's, it's lessons. Yes. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. But, but yes, I, I would yeah. say those are some of them. Oh, I just, I love that. You've said so much. And I want to just quickly piggyback. The journaling is super powerful. Mm -hmm. I've been journaling for decades, you know, mm -hmm. even before my divorces and all of that. And yeah. every now and then I'll pull out, there's probably 20 of them, like, you mm -hmm. know, journals that I have, you know, buried in my right. life. And just pull them out sometimes. And, and it just shows me, as you were saying, not just in the divorce arena, if you will, or post-divorce. Mm -hmm but also just in life and mm -hmm. the challenges that I've had, how I've grown, how I've overcome, but it also will show some of the challenges that I still have and yeah. still struggle with, right, mm -hmm. on a personal level. And so journaling is so very powerful and you get to see what are those sort of triggers, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. I know that's a clinical term and I'm not a therapist, but mm -hmm. sometimes if you're really writing on a regular basis, you can kind of see what type of um, things put you in a specific mood, whether exactly. it's your children, your job, whether mm -hmm. you were exercising and feeling really good or, or you know, um, what type of environment you've been putting yourself in. All those things are so relevant yeah. and it allows you to get to know yourself better. And when we know ourselves better, that's where that aspect, and you touched on it a little bit about accepting ourselves and loving ourselves, mm -hmm. right? And as long as we are, like we avoid that, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. then we still, we struggle in that, in that particular area. We probably can do a whole nother podcast on that. <laughs> um, and then, and then um, I also love um, expectations is what came to my mind when you were talking mm -hmm. about losing your voice. And for those of us who are, I would say like over 40, over 45, mm -hmm. you know, we came up in an arena of sort of how women were supposed to, yeah. you know, uh, act, if you will, you know, mm -hmm. or in those types of things. And I think, you know, we brought those um, 
expectations or false narratives yes. you know, into our marriages, right? Mm-hmm. And we were not happy with that, you know, and we didn't have a space or we felt we didn't have a space and we chose not to be our authentic selves for, you know, right. other of reasons. Yeah. But the beauty is that you have found yourself, you found your voice, and you're able to share that and to share that journey with other women. And that's such a beautiful thing. And sometimes when we're going through these um, challenges, I've just spoke about this today um, in my Mm -hmm. community, Divorce Women Unite, on a live stream this morning, that when we're going through those challenges, a lot of times we don't understand them. You know, we don't understand why we don't understand, right. you know, yeah. oh, God, has God forsaken me? You know, I'm being mm-hmm. sort of facetious. But in hindsight, we can understand what we needed out of that experience. Yeah grow to change and then potentially or possibly to help other people. So all things happen for a reason and we have to sort of learn to um embrace those challenges yeah and learn from those lessons Mm -hmm. definitely learn those lessons yeah I agree so you know why did you find you know after your divorce that um it was important for you to help separate or divorce women because you know someone can easily say you know what that's such a trying time I don't want to talk about that (laughs) you know I don't want to I just want to move on my life and do my thing so you know what's your what's your thoughts on that man so do you remember Alicia Key's song brand new me oh absolutely had the whole had the whole track (laughs) I know right so that song is really what like that was when I was in the nick of it right like I was and when she sang that song I just felt like she was singing my entire life Mm -hmm. right So from there, that's when I started to feel like, well, you know what? I can come out with a whole new version of me. And I, as I, as I continued my journey therapy, you know, getting closer to God and seeing, I just felt called. I I knew that God wanted me to really help and to really help others, because if I'm going through this, or if I went through this, other people are experiencing it as well. And I found a way, like I developed this whole blueprint for getting through this journey and getting to the other side of it. So from my own life experiences and from all of the different certifications and degrees, I said, you know what, I know that I can make a difference. And God has called me to step up and to help others that are going through the same types of things that I've experienced. So it was a calling. Yes, absolutely. That is, that's beautiful. And that goes back to what I was sort of to what I was just saying. Look at how you were able to utilize your past experiences, you know, your certifications mm-hmm. along with your experience mm-hmm. of going through this journey to help other women. And so you may not have understood years ago, you know, when you were you know, in college and getting your certifications mm-hmm. and all though, that this would be where you are <laughs> necessarily, right. you know, but God has a plan for all of us. And, you know, and, and again, it may not be the sort of, um, the, the areas that we're in, you know, coaching space, counseling spaces and things of that nature. But mm-hmm. those of you who are listening, I want you to know that God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And sometimes I think that when we go through such 
um, trying times is that it can be very difficult for us, especially as women to sort of identify what's next, you know, mm-hmm. how can we move forward and how can we feel a sense of purpose um, on an individual level? We do a lot for our families and, and yeah. we're in relationships and spouses and all of that, but that personal happiness and passion. And I think that if we, you know, just spend a little more time seeking God in that area, that it will all come forth and mm-hmm. be revealed, if you will. It'll I all agree. Come yes. And just remember, God is constantly working behind the scenes. Yes. Right? And it's, it's always an awe to me. And it brings me great joy when I can sit down and look and see, wow, God's hand was in this yes. all along. And he was opening and closing certain doors for right. me because he of course has my best interests at heart. So it, it, it's, it's, it's a next level relationship. I'll be yes, honest. it definitely is. <laughs> um, but when we're able to see that his hand is in all aspects of our life, um, it, it can bring joy. Yes, absolutely. I love um, one of my favorite quotes is Steve Jobs, who says that, um, Oh God, I'm gonna mess it up now. But you know, um, the journey is the reward. Mm-hmm. The journey is the reward, mm-hmm. not necessarily the destination. Right. But we think about this process and this journey of who we're becoming along the way is so powerful. That you know, so the cool. journey is the reward. Nice. Love it. Absolutely love it. You know, so in your work, you know, what have you found in working with separated and divorced women? Mm -hmm. Um, Something that's very, I know there's probably a lot of things, but one of the most common things that you find uh, separated or divorced women are challenged with. Hmm, Challenged with. Okay, so I'll give you just a few, right? I know you asked for one, but just just a few. Um, Losing oneself right? That, that is a, a major challenge that many individuals have, especially as women, we, we care for others so much that in the process of caring for others, we forget to, to care for ourselves. So yeah. we start to lose ourselves. Um, another is the, the, the challenges with starting over, right? The fear of the unknown, right? And then from there, just, just having to, you know, who is your emergency contact now? Like that was, that was right. a for me, right? Like I hated that question. Right, well, right. Divorced, right. So just the journey of starting over and, 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 and having to reestablish oneself and learning to trust yourself again and all of that type of stuff. So that whole journey. And then last parenting without the manual. Oh my goodness, right? Like we all, of course, when we're co-parenting or or have that second parent in the home, that is so helpful because now when we're doing it as a single parent and having to still parent without that manual, it's super hard, you know? And it's so helpful when we have some type of village around us and that support system, but not all of us have that right? Um, So that journey in itself is also a challenge. Definitely. You have said a mouthful. And I want to piggyback on one, the whole starting over aspect. Mm -hmm. It's like ground zero. Mm -hmm. And I know that was my experience. It really was like a ground zero experience. And it takes courage to make that step. And for those women who are out here listening and some men as well, Mm -hmm. it takes courage to start over. 
Mm-hmm. You know, because you've been so familiar with doing things a certain way in your household, in your relationships, you know, mm-hmm. in-laws and mm-hmm. traditions and holidays. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now all that is all muffled mm-hmm. and you have to deal with it as it comes. And it takes courage to do that, but it's very doable. And, you know, support is so important to help you move along that journey. And sometimes I think we, we feel like we are um, the only ones who are going through it. Mm-hmm. I know I felt that way, especially being away from my biological family in the area yeah. that I live in. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that type of support, even though they support me on the phone and all that, but they weren't physically available. Right. Um, and that sort of kind of goes into where you were talking about parenting and no manual. Mm-hmm. Yes. I had a teenager, a six-year-old mm. and a 16-year-old. Oh, man. Yeah. And let me tell you, in the midst of that divorce, it was challenging, especially mm-hmm. with my teenager. Mm-hmm. you know um and some of the things that we sort of expect and you may be able to expound on this especially with your expertise is that I think sometimes when we look at our older children we think that they know what's going on they know why we're splitting up they've experienced mm-hmm. some things it'll be easier for them to understand mm-hmm. versus the younger kids well my experience was opposite mm-hmm. right so even though my teenager understood my teenager was much more angry <laughs> at the process. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, it can be challenging in that respect. And there, like you said, you know, there is no manual. Mm-hmm. How do you handle that? You know, right. I've spoken a couple of times online about the fact that my, at the time was a 17 year old, ran away from home for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, no manual, like, what am I supposed to do? You know, <laughs> you call mm-hmm. the authorities. Mm-hmm. This is, and this can, and I'm, I guess I believe the Lord is telling me to say this because who knows who's listening. Mm-hmm. But you call the authorities, but then there's still a minimal level of support until something happens or 24 hours right. or whatever the situation may be. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are listening, who are co-parenting or single parenting, listen, we've got an expert here on the line, if you will, (laughs) who this is her expertise and line of work. So Shantae, tell me more about your co-parenting and, um, you know, classes or whatever, the work that you do, I should say, with single parents and or the co-parenting aspect. Well, definitely. Well, before I do that, and thank you so much for asking that, that question, and I just wanted to speak a tiny bit about Listen, when we go through a divorce and we have all of our emotions from our relationship ending, we have to remember that our children are grieving too. Yes. Right. And our children are experiencing this loss, this, they are grieving what the family was when they lived in a two-parent home. They are grieving Um, the way that their parents were together and what they envisioned and thought they would always have, right? So they're going through the stages of grief. So when you say that your daughter was experiencing anger, that's one of the stages of grief. Absolutely. Um, So it's so important for us to kind of do our best to meet our children where they are and and try not to, to protect them from the information to where you're not sharing anything with them. Mm-hmm. right? They are humans and it's helpful. It reduces the anxiety when we are upfront with them age appropriately, 
right? Where we yes. are sharing with them, mommy and daddy decided that it's best for us not to be together, but we're still family or it's going to go this way, or this is like, this is how often you're going to get to see this parent or, you know, like just talking to them about the process, but still without putting down the other parents and right. making sure that each conversation that you have, it's still age appropriate. So what yeah. you share with a six-year-old, you're not going to share with a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old, right? right? Um, so um, definitely meeting with a therapist if need be to, to help you navigate those types of conversations. Okay. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then some of the work that I do, I have a positive parenting workshop. Right. And what this workshop does is it improves parents' social emotional wellness. Right. And just a few topics that it touches on um, it covers regulating e emotions for parents and for your children. Right. It talks about understanding your child's love language and then uh -huh. how to discipline with your child's love language in mind, right? So many times we learn that we're supposed to punish, right? But there's a difference between punishment and discipline. So yes. learning the difference about that. Um, it teaches about the attachment styles, the parenting styles, right? So many times we experience mommy guilt, right? So it touches on mommy guilt or daddy guilt. Um, and then I go in depth about co-parenting effectively, right? Teaching you skills of what types of things to to say or how to speak to each other or what to focus on when, when you are communicating with each other. And then there's something called ACEs, which is really just better understanding the trauma that you've experienced and how to combat that for yourself as a parent and for your children. And last yes. time management, self-care. So all of these things each week, we're able to dive in. Um, I, I have like self-paced classes. I, I have live like Zoom classes. There's options to, to have um, closer access to me. So we have like bi-weekly check-ins. We have experts um, that come in and chat with you. So all of these things come in as something that that happens. So that's for the parenting aspect. And then of course, as a um, divorcee and single woman getting mm -hmm. into relationships, I have the whole brand new me journey type of courses that follows along with my book, Complemented, Completed, and, and Whole, um, and a boot camp and all of that good stuff, to, just to dig into rediscover and redefine yourself and have healthier relationships. Yes, yes. I love it. I love you said some powerful things. And um just really quickly, when you talked about, you know, age appropriate conversations, you know, I had a 16 year old and a six year old. Yeah. And one of the things that I am so glad that I did was put them in therapy right mm -hmm. in the beginning. Beautiful. And that age appropriateness, I think, was so powerful because um, both of my children had different therapist based on their age and mm. so the therapist was age like for my youngest at six or seven years old was able to um, work with her through play right mm -hmm. and then my oldest as a teenager had a therapist who had you know had all the fundamental training with working with teenagers because yeah. developmentally and emotionally they're in a different space as well and one of the things I usually share with my clients who have children is that if you haven't had your children evaluated, mm -hmm. that it doesn't hurt to do so. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, let them have an evaluation to see where, where they are. And if they need help, great. And if they don't, that's great as well, right? Because mm -hmm. sometimes on the outside, we may 
think that we know what's going on in our kid's head and we may not you know, truly know or understand what's going on on the inside of them. So I think that that's pretty, pretty powerful. And then um, you also mentioned love languages, right? Mm-hmm. Which I, I, I love it from a, a romantic relationship perspective, but also from your kids because yeah. my children are 10 years apart and I learned very quickly with my youngest child, Mm -hmm. that the way I disciplined or managed my or parented my oldest child, that it would, it was just totally different, Mm -hmm. because their personalities are different, how they, you know, how they respond to discipline and the way that I discipline and all those things. So Mm -hmm. that is so powerful that you have a, you know, and resources available for parents going through that process that can help them understand that. And I can just imagine, you know, I had two children and again, they were 10 years apart. So it was a little different. They're almost like only children, if you will, you know, a couple of years when I went to college. Um, But having multiple children in the home, you know, several, you know, a few years apart and things of that nature, I imagine can be super overwhelming Mm -hmm. for one parent at a time. And so it's great that you provide those resources and And also, I like that you stress the aspect of, you know, the parents have to care for themselves as well, their mm-hmm. emotional well-being, yeah. right? And, and their needs, their social and emotional needs as well, that actually affects how we parent, <laughs> right? Getting so back good. to sort of self-care, self-love, right? Um, and that's definitely an aspect. So thank you so much for sharing that information. Um, And, you know, the work that you do is so needed today. And I hope for those of you who are listening that you, you know, if you find yourself in those spaces that you, you know, invest your time and your money into yourself Mm -hmm. so that you can be better so that you can give not only to yourself and your future, but the future of your children as well. I will say this, at, at this taping, my children are 28 and 18, a freshman in college, I definitely recognize that their participation in therapy helped them to always be able to fully articulate their emotions. And they are, so even as children, and even now as adults, that they are able to articulate their emotions in a healthy and positive way. And I know they learn that through therapy, right? Mm -hmm. I went to therapy too. So we all kind of got a crash course, you know what I mean, if you will, in in, in managing our emotions and and all that personal development, of course, which has been my work from that point forward. Mm -hmm. Um, But super, super powerful. And and, uh, again, just thank you for having served services that help this population of individuals. It is so, so needed. It is so needed. So before we close on today, what would be a general piece of advice for women that are going through a divorce that you would love to give them? Okay. Advice. Um, I would say embrace your journey with grace, keeping God at the center Remember that you can do hard things. And one of my quotes that I love to share is put energy into what you want to see grow. Yes. I love that. Yes. Put energy into what you want to see grow. I absolutely love that. So so positive and so intentional right? Mm -hmm. Because we do have to be intentional in the areas that we want to see results in. And so I love that. 
that's that is that is great. Gosh, Shate, I wish we had more time. We could probably go on to like several different, you know, sidebars from this conversation. But I think this podcast has been full and just giving a lot of information for our listeners to mm-hmm. listen and reflect and ponder and then also to act, right? So wherever you find yourself as you're listening to this podcast, whatever part of your divorce or separation journey, just recognize that there are, that you have uh, the availability to support. There are there's support avenues out here for you. Yeah. And you don't have to be where you are. If you feel that you're stuck in your parenting, if you mm-hmm. feel that you're stuck in your dating, if you feel that you're stuck in redefining yourself and, you know, and finding out, you know, what's next for you, the mm-hmm. resources are here, right? The resources are available, but you got to take that step. Definitely. You have to take that step and do something different because mm-hmm. as simple as it is, the old quote says, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have to, you know, step out on faith, make a change in some way and move your life in a different direction um, for yourself because you deserve it. You definitely deserve it. And so lastly on tonight or today. How can individuals stay connected with you to get more information about the services that you provide? Definitely. You can follow me on on Instagram, which is at Shate Thompson. That's C-H-A-U-T-E, Shate Thompson. You can follow me on Facebook, which is also Shate Thompson, I believe. Like if you search Shate Thompson, you'll see me. Um, And then last, my website is ShateThompson.com, ShateThompson.com. Perfect. Perfect. So again, thank you so much, Shate, for just spending your time here on the podcast today and sharing your infinite wisdom, your brilliance. I'm just so excited for you in this season of your life, your children growing. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, we've had an opportunity to work together in the past on a different level. And I definitely look forward to doing more work together. Yeah. I appreciate you so very, very much. Thank you again. And uh, remember, listeners, make sure you go out and check out her resources. Go to her website, ShantaeThompson.com. You can search her on Instagram and on Facebook. And so until next time, thank you so much for joining the Divorce Liberator Podcast. We'll see you next week. Take care.